You're listening to the Next Wave Radio Network. Game nights, dude. It looks like we both had our our game nights in separate houses. Yes, we which did. is sad because we've been trying to do a game night for a while. Mm-hmm. Another one, anyway. What did you guys play? Uh, what did we play? We played something with a submarine. It's like Red November, subcutaneous. Yeah, <laughs> Red, Red November, uh, which is like a play on Red October. Uh huh. I've heard of it. I call, kept calling Blue October. <laughs> yeah, you're like a bunch of little gnomes <laughs> calling you <laughs> like that Blue October. <laughs> Nice. You're sleeping, are you dreaming? If you're dreaming, are you dreaming of me? Right, isn't that that song? I can't believe. Is that Blue October? Uh, I don't know. I just know the name of the band. I don't know any of the songs. So we played that, uh, which is fun. It's like you're on a submarine and it's and all shit's going loose. Uh-huh. And uh, you have to roll a 20-sided. Is it 20-sided die or 10-sided die, baby? A 10-sided die. It, it was actually really fun, but it's one of those games that you have to leave... Set aside like 90 minutes to play. Uh-huh. It's like Monopoly. It's not like, oh, let's play, play a quick round. No, yeah. you need at least four people. Wow. Which we had. That's good, man. It's fun. And what else did we play? We played another card game. Mm-hmm. It was an exploding kittens kind of kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, it was a card game like that. I can't recall. There are too many card games out there now. There are. We, we live we in a played golden a couple age. card games that night. Too. Yeah, what'd you play? We uh, we played the uh, Stranger Things eleven. <gasps> what game? I didn't know um, there was one. It's Egos like the cards are shaped <laughs> like Egos. Uh, Do they say it, Ego on them? Like they yeah, sponsored yeah, they by say, Ego? yeah, yeah. It is it is completely like hmm. endorsed by Ego. It plays a lot like Uno. But you each pick a player, you pick a person. That's awesome. And like uh, one of the characters, and the character card is like one, they're normal, and then the other one, they're in the upside down. Oh. So everybody starts in the upside down, and oh, the, that's cool. the goal of the game is to get rid of all your cards, but also be out of the upside down at the same time oh. before all four Demogorgon cards are pulled. Oh. Um, which ended up being kind of easy for all of us to do. Like everybody survived when we played, which made us think maybe we weren't playing we everything. did it wrong. Uh, and then we played the Oregon Trail card game. Oh, I saw that too. Yeah, and we all died. Of dysentery? <laughs> we all died. The fun thing about that game though <laughs> is like when you die, there's... So it starts off and you put all the players' names. Everybody's working together. And so you put all the players' names on this list and as they, as they die, you erase them and you have to do like a eulogy on a tombstone on the back. Oh, and that nice. was the fun part for me. Like, <laughs> oh, that's what that you posted a picture of that. I wondered yes. what that was. And it was everybody's eulogy that that I, I was very. Uh, Jenna was very nice. She's like, "Oh my gosh, those rhymes are fantastic. Those rhymes that you guys made up." And I was like, "No, not you guys. Me. I I did that. <laughs> that was me. Humble brag. Yeah, dude. We do. We we live in a golden age of uh, of card games, of tabletop games. Mm-hmm. We got yeah. Cards Against Humanity and uh, Blue and Kittens and yeah. What, what? It's a it's a it's a nice time to play some analog gaming. Get off the grid for a little bit. The grid. And then... <laughs> I imagine the highway with motorcycles and cars. You sound like Ed Asner. Place I never thought I'd be. I got and in. And then one day... <laughs> you got in? That's right. I got in. <laughs> You're making him creepier than he actually is in that movie. No, there's not much that would make him more creepy. He just looks <laughs> creepy. When they cut to him, and it's the flashback, Jeff Bridges, and he's yeah. like... Good night, Sam. Even like the, the young, uh, yeah, I know. We thought Carrie Fisher was bad at the end yeah. of Rogue One. That's uh, that's a marvel of computer animation. That's something they've, they've been working on for a while. There are sometimes when Clue looks really good. Mm-hmm. It's when he's not moving, like when he's yes. not saying anything. That's the thing. These, it's like wow, you, that looks fantastic. They have got the photorealism down. What they don't have are, are kind of the movements. We're still in that uncanny valley. Although yeah. um, that 
that what was that that James Cameron trailer that uh, it's not James Cameron but I guess he's producing it. Uh, yeah, Robert Rodriguez the is Alita. directing it. Yeah, there you go. Uh-huh. It's getting closer. I like the look of that one. It does. It it, it doesn't look bad. The eyes still throw me, but it well, does. but they're supposed to. They're going for exaggerated. Yeah, big eyes. Is something going on on your eye watch? No, no. Just gonna put this thing your, on me. your Apple Watch rather. That's right. Uh, cool, man. So this was good. <laughs> <laughs> But yes, we'll have to we'll have to uh, combine our efforts sometime. Yes, and play some games. Have together. some. <laughs> yes, have some. I think you guys would really enjoy the Stranger Things game. Uh, I also saw another one. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a uh, it's a game that you play while watching the show. That you like oh. deal out cards. It's a drinking and if you game. See, like a flicker screen. You play it and you get points. Like oh, I got flicker screen. Oh, cool. It's or like I got bingo. Like, go. Yeah, it's it's really neat. It's it's Stranger a very interactive bingo. Stranger Bingo. I like that. Uh, dude, you guys saw the uh, the. Um, <laughs> the bad lip reading. Bad lip reading for Stranger Things. The whole eighteen minute episode Holy version. Holy shit! We couldn't. Uh, I think Jenna posted it too, and uh, the whole comment thread was just people uh, with just <laughs> their favorite thing. their favorite quotes. Mine is a uh, eleven when she says, "Let me bleed on your butter." <laughs> <laughs> you look like ketchup smells is another personal favorite. So those guys, man, that is that is like a dream job. Yeah, like I wish I would have thought of that concept. But it doesn't. It's not easy, man. It no. can't be easy at all. I imagine it's just a room full of those guys like sitting around smoking and women copious amounts of weed. That's right. Yeah, uh, watching TV and <laughs> movies. Hashtag feminist on mute. Hashtag times up. Hash, yeah. Hashtag Golden Globes. Let's yeah. talk about that. Did you watch the Golden? I Globes? I didn't, but it's a good thing uh, that there's the social media now because yes. I don't have to watch anything. We anymore. sat through all five hours of it, I believe. Good God, the red carpet. To uh, through mm-hmm. Oprah Winfrey's hour long diatribe there, mm-hmm. which uh, was actually, it a diatribe or was it a good? Because everybody else says it was. A everybody good loves it. I gotta be honest, I kind of tuned out when I saw that she was getting the You're award so and sexist. she went on. Well, no, it's it's not about sexism. It's about Oprah. Man, is she long winded? But yeah. apparently, it was a uh, an inspiring. Did you see the whole script? deal now? Like after that, now everybody's like Oprah twenty twenty running Dude, for president. Of course. Well, if anybody can like string a sentence together. And stand for what we stand for. We're like, oh man, they'd be a better Joe. You'd be a better president. Than I don't know if that's right true. I, I know that it's true. I, sometimes I hear myself speak, and I'm like, I'm just as dumb as our president. <laughs> uh, Untrue. One of the things that that struck me though, we were watching some people talk about this on CNN, and they're like, well, who better to set, to to set up against a, a reality TV star than another celebrity? And I'm like, nope. See, that's where we don't want to go. That's that that is too late, Joe. We're in idiocracy. Once... <laughs> Listen to our idiocracy episode from 2016. <laughs> Once down the dark path, <laughs> forever will it dominate your destiny. I mean, it's it's all cult of personality now, right? So if look you... in my eyes, <laughs> you see. Damn it, a cult, cult of, of personality. personality. <laughs> this is the editing bay on the oh. Next Wave Radio Network. My name's Joe. Mine's Joel, and that's Jenna. Hey, and that's where we come to talk about movies. Sometimes they're good movies, sometimes they're bad movies. No matter what the case, we will watch a movie every week. Uh, and dissect it and tear it apart and then try to put it back together, find out what it did right, what it did wrong, and how would we do it differently. Uh, if you want to follow along with the conversation, obviously not in real time, we Mm-mm. check it later, mm-hmm. uh, you can go to our Facebook page and the search function put in the editing bay. That's going to bring up an image of the woman with the bleeding eyes. Click on that, and uh, that's where you can talk back to us. Let us know what you think about the movie of the week. And if you have ideas for other films, we love to get your suggestions there yeah. as well. Uh, so this week mm. we've gone back to like one of our our, our humble beginnings. It's a long time coming, Joe. Yeah, it is. And uh, you mentioned last week at the end of the Eddies that this was a, a movie that I'd been holding on to for a while because I wanted to do it for another live show. All right. I think this movie is perfect for a live show. Hmm. I couldn't wait any longer <laughs> because like I 
I've told this story a million times that growing up in New York, uh, you know, having sleepovers with my buddies, we would just take in so many horror films and B action movies and ninja films. And one of the main staples of this was American Ninja, the American Ninja uh, franchise. I remember it well. Um, and so, uh, so we've decided to uh, go back down memory lane and take a look at American Ninja 2, The Confrontation. My bad, last week I was calling it The Annihilation. That's American Ninja 4, <laughs> really guys. doesn't matter. Yeah, how many of these did they make? They made five. Five of them, well, right? Well, unofficially, there's like six or seven. But in the official canon of American Ninja, mm. there's four. American Ninja 5 isn't actually an American Ninja movie. Oh, really? What, what constitutes in your eyes? Um, in your well, eyes. if there's a ninja and he's American. <laughs> <laughs> That's what constitutes. Pretty no, open-ended. For me, it, it needs to have... Our stars, Michael Dudikoff and Steve James. Yeah. That's that's the chemistry. That's the DNA of an American Ninja movie. Now, Michael Dudikoff ended up leaving the franchise. That's what I thought. For American Ninja 3. Steve James stuck around, though. Of course. Well, he's uh, the real star. Um, we're going we're gonna to get to that. Oh, yeah. Uh, so they brought in this other guy who was just like had zero freaking charisma. Uh, and then American Ninja 4, they got Michael Dudikoff to come back. But they still had this other guy contracted. And Steve James had passed away at this point. <gasps> Steve James is no longer with us? No. Steve James Steve James is no longer. He died back in the 90s. Oh, no way. Yeah, of, of what? Uh, of being of too awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I, I wondered I why. Can't, I can't remember. He didn't go on to bigger and greater things. But now man, we know. He's, he's, he did a lot with his career, man. He did a lot. If you watch uh, uh, I'm Gonna Get You Sucka. Yes. Steve James in that. He's Kung Fu Joe. Uh, I think he's one of the thugs in one of the Weekend at Bernie's movies. Look at that, 1993. 1993, man. Oh, on the, the Warriors. He's in the Warriors. Is he? Yeah. I didn't, I didn't remember that. 1979. Soon, Coming soon to an Editing Bay podcast. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Um, it's been on the list for a while. So, yeah, that's that's what constitutes an American Ninja movie. It's got to right. kind of have some of that, that DNA to it. Then this qualifies. So, guys, uh, <laughs> if you've been following along... <laughs> Joe Armstrong and Curtis Jackson mm. became friends while uh, in the army. Uh, they ended up having to fight an army of ninjas, and uh, and apparently they did really good work and were promoted to, I think, sergeants? Sergeants. They're both sergeants, and now they're on loan to the U.S. Marines in South Africa. And, uh, they, you know, they're enjoying an island paradise, but guess what? Ninjas. Ninjas. <laughs> Real scourge back then in the fucking, 80s. Fucking ninjas, man. Can't comb your hair without running without into a ninja. Some ninja fucking coming through your, like, your medicine cabinet. <laughs> like, goddamn, all these ninjas. <laughs> uh, in fact, that reminds me of a line that John Goodman says in, uh, in Speed Racer. And he says something like, you know, if there's one thing I can't stand, it's all these ninjas. <laughs> I'm like that. I love that line so Coming much. Coming soon to an episode. Wait, did we do we, that? We, we yeah, we did speed. Listen to our speed racer episode <laughs> from a few years back. I should repost that one. It's been a while. So American Ninja Two: The Confrontation. Mm -hmm. Not a whole lot of character building in this movie. <laughs> Certainly not from our star. Apparently, the titular we did, character. We did as as much of it as we were going to do in the first American Ninja. I think we saw all he had to offer. This is, I think, the epitome of a perfect sequel. Because it it doesn't tread too much back in the past. It just kind of continues on the story. It is more of the things you want and less of the things you didn't from yeah. that first one. Uh -huh. uh, and for my money, more more Steve... Uh, more Steve James. James Curtis Jackson. Dude, stealing the show from the word go. Well, I mean, not difficult. It's like, it's like stealing candy from a baby. <laughs> that baby is Joe Armstrong, the uncharismatic... Michael Dudikoff? Charisma-free Dudikoff. 
Man, that guy. Like, Dude, duty free. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> well, they are in the Caribbean, so uh, yeah. They're, on, they're not in the Caribbean. They're in South Africa. No, they're in the Caribbean. They're dude. in South Africa. I swear to God. I'm it was look filmed it in Queensland, South Africa. I don't Africa. care where it was filmed, where it takes place. <laughs> because they went to Blackbeard Island. That's right. <laughs> look, on a remote Caribbean island, Army Ranger Joe Armstrong investigates the disappearance of civil marines. Oh, wow. That's right. Well, look at that. That's impressive. That's why they're all wearing Hawaiian shirts. <laughs> You know what I, I love at one point they're talking to uh they're talking to Wild Bill, yeah. their new CEO for the Marines. Love that guy. And uh and he's like, We try to dress up like Marines as little as possible because we want to fit in. I'm like, No, you just didn't have a budget. <laughs> you didn't have a budget <laughs> right. for those uniforms. We had four uniforms and we can't show them all on screen at the same time. So we've watched two American ninja movies so far. That's right. And it's about these guys in the military. <laughs> Hold on, you say so far, like there will be more to come. Oh yes. In the history oh, of the yeah. podcast. We, we will we, and it's not going to be like four years between American Ninja you movies. You suppose the last episode of the editing may ever will we'll be, be American Ninja 4? Or, oh, really? Or not five, even, not even five. 5? I see. We Maybe go we'll go way. to 5. I've never watched American Ninja 5. Wow. Coming yeah, soon to an episode in 2021. <laughs> in 2022. <laughs> <laughs> uh, shit. So, uh, so these guys are in the military, mm. yet we never see them actually engage in combat. Like in real War combat. Well, because we never see that. It's peacetime down in the Caribbean. <laughs> We're just there. They, they say they only. But have we don't like, see it in the first one either. It's a, it's a good point. Yeah. Well, we, at least we see them on an army base with other army clad. Yeah. Uh, um, People doing army ish things. That's right. Marching in unison, <laughs> like convoys Sing. or Hoo-yah. cleaning vehicles in like a motor pool. That's right. There are some stuff uh, like that. There is military shit going yeah, on. Military vehicles, even. They make a point of him like sneaking off base. Remember when he jumps? When he and other Charlie, like first movie Charlie. <laughs> yeah. When Steve James and first movie Charlie like watch him jump his motorcycle and they're like, we're going to cover for Joe so he can go on a date with the general's daughter. They don't even waste their time with that in this one. They're just like, all right, you're a Marine now. You're on loan from the army. You're with the Marines. First order of duty. Get in a fucking boat and go hang out. Here we go. <laughs> just go sunning on a boat. We're going to go surfing. Just five dudes shirtless riding around in the ocean. There's nothing weird about that. At no, all, man. dude, not at all. Okay. Before we get Taylor. to that, there's a. There's a bit when, uh, like, the introduction of Joe and, and Steve and Curtis Jackson, mm-hmm. when they get off, they get off a plane. Joel, they get off a plane, and we cut to Joe, and he pulls a piece of paper out, and he looks at it, and then looks at the building that they're in front of, and he's like, "I think this is it." I'm like, <laughs> "No, you flew there. Like, you took a flight to this place. This is the airport. Yeah. This isn't like you took a car and drove down the street and like, I think this is the house you were brought here you specifically. Were, you were brought here." By like by an actual trade, like you had to book this flight. Also, shouldn't there be some signage out front because that's all who lives here, right? Is yeah. all the Marines on on yeah. duty? Marines on all base. Sixteen of them, or however. That's that's twenty three. Is I think that what he they said say? There's, like, there's twenty three Marines here on on this island. Not much of a presence. No, no, they're just there to protect the embassy. Well, they're doing a piss poor job. <laughs> they're doing a very bad because job. they're dropping they like keep, flies. They keep losing people. They keep losing people to ninjas. And I love how uh, haphazard Captain Will uh, was it Wild, Wild Bill. Bill is about it. It's just like, well, we keep flying in Marines and they keep, just <laughs> they just keep going. Well, we lost the last two. Bring dude, two more, dude. And he even says he's like, uh, well, the, there's this guy. He was with them whenever they disappear. Is this guy that's with them? Yeah. And uh, so I don't know. You might want to ask. I'm like, surely he can't. Maybe be. he's the first person you should have been interviewing. First of all, that guy looks shady as fuck. Like yes. he's the type of guy you would not leave your daughter with. Don't even let your friends hang out with him. They walk into that bar. <laughs> yes. They walk into the the blind beggar. Which, by the way, 
they must have been really proud of that set, or it must have cost them a lot of money because they returned to that set like it's about three times. Five times. They have in a the major movie. action sequence in front of it. <laughs> I was like, so I, I just kind of imagine while producing this movie, uh, Steve Furstenberg, I think that's the name of the guy who yes, directed. Yes, he is. He's like, he's like, I don't know where to put this action. Do we still have that blind beggar set? Yeah. Let's go ahead and use that. And also, let's get the same six guys who beat up the Marines three separate occasions in this film. Uh, also the, in Hawaiian shirts. The six, shirt, the six guys who get their asses kicked by Joe Armstrong in the alley. Yeah. He kicks their ass in the alley, goes into the building. Then they bust down his door like, all right, we're here. I'm like, you just got your ass kicked. Like, I would not go chasing How after the dude play out? that broke your buddy's arm. Then they attack. Yeah, they attack him again when they go back. So okay, <laughs> they they, uh, they they go out on a boat. That's their first order of business. They go out on a boat. Mm-hmm. They're gonna just go chill out. I don't know. Have you ever been on a boat? Like you uh, ever yeah. go like you know spend some time hanging out. You just like fall asleep. Dude, you just, you just like, like you and everybody yeah, that's maybe, on the boat. Maybe oh. one or two people are lulled to sleep by the gentle waves and the roar of the engine, but not five grown men simultaneously. After Twenty seconds. Like, how long were they out there? Where? How remote is this island? I don't know, man. Everyone except uh, except Taylor. Except Taylor, who uh, does the worst job of disabling this boat and hiding his handiwork. It's, it is literally, literally reaches underneath uh, where the steering wheel is. It just deactivates the fuse. It just pulls one, or disconnects one wire, and it takes Joe Armstrong, one of the dumbest Army Marines, or uh, uh, the Army Rangers, Army Rangers uh, like five seconds to figure, oh, maybe it's these two unconnected wires is what's causing the engine trouble. Like they're, they're like, let's check the engine. Let's see if there's anything wrong with the engine. Man... I can't see what's wrong with it. everything. Looks fine. <laughs> Fuck it. Let's go swimming. Yeah, I'm like, don't what? worry about it. There's it's you. You're it's five dudes. What happens when the sun sets? <laughs> right, and you're unable to They're get back like, to shore. Fuck it, man. Yeah. Let's just us five guys go swim together instead. <laughs> and then like Taylor's like, you can come along. All right, it's your loss. I'm like, your loss. It's your fucking sausage party out there in the water. <laughs> and Joe like he's like, keep an eye on ta- keep yeah. an eye on Taylor. <laughs> Uh, and he jumps into the boat and like is like ninja crouching already. And I'm like, dude, I think it's okay. Like, I think it's pretty reasonable if someone looked back and saw you in the boat trying to figure out what's wrong. You don't like, have to hide that. You don't have to hide that. Mm-hmm. That's it's kind of an order of bit. Like, you should be trying to figure out what's wrong with the boat. Uh, you can tell by the way that he's and, and I remember this from the first film that uh, he, he's got great technique. Uh-huh. His poise is down. You can tell he's trained mm-hmm. uh, in one thing, but, but not, not the acting. other. <laughs> Uh, but uh, everything he does is very kind of silky smooth yeah. and buttery. So like he, he is very enjoyable uh, watching him. He was uh, a dancer and a martial he? artist. Yes. No. Oh, well, Michael go. Dudikoff. He's dreamy. I think he was in Bachelor Party with Tom Hanks. Was he? Really? And I think he played like the stripper buddy. That sounds about right. <laughs> yes. So uh, so yeah, dude. He checks and he sees like the boat's working. What the fuck? <laughs> but th- he knows something's up because mm-hmm. they had that meeting with Wild Bill, mm-hmm. where Wild Bill's like. So you guys are on loan from the army because we need to figure out what the fuck is going on. You're army rangers, but you're going to pose as marines, all right? You're going to be cipher sure. clerks Makes sense. and just try to keep your heads down. And then he follows it all up with, I don't know who you are or what you do or why you're here. And I'm like, no, you, you just said. literally told us. <laughs> you just told us in the exposition. All three of those things. Why they're here. That dude has a couple of, uh, besides the, uh, the the nut tickler mustache that he's rocking in this one, uh, he's got one of my favorite lines in the film when he's exacerbated 
uh, they've lost more Marines. Oh, yeah. It's and he's like, I can't believe. My, it's getting on my tits. This, this is really beginning <laughs> to get on my tits. <laughs> I made that note, too. I got a feeling like the script writer was like, this is going to be on T-shirts and bumper stickers. <laughs> like, I'm going to start a trend here. Everyone in the 90s will be saying, talking about things Dude, but getting it was, on my it was tits. still the 80s, though. And this movie 87. Is- 80s as fuck. Oh, yeah. From the it soundtrack. Opens up, opens up with guys on motorcycles. Whoa! <laughs> Music by George S. Clinton. Oh, really? Did, in the you, Parliament did Funk you see Day? that? Funk did you see that in the credits? I yeah. Did not. Music by George S. Clinton. Wow. So they were like, they were notching it up on this one. <laughs> they were like, all right, man. That's where all the budget went. American Ninja One. We, we, set, the, we set the stage. Now, this is going to be the Empire Strikes Back <laughs> of American Ninja films. And motherfucker... It is. Yeah, you think so? It is the Amer- it is the Empire Strikes Back. I can tell you're worked up over this. I, like, I, I love this movie. I'm not, I'm not going to even hide it. Well, is- it, it is helped by the fact that it is a, a scant 90 minutes, so that always helps in a film like this. And like you said, they just kind of jump right into the action. You, you're guaranteed a nice uh, ass-kicking every 8 to 10 minutes. Yes, and... Pretty decent choreography. I mean, there's some stuff that you now well, look, you look at and you're like, well, that's pretty dated. Well, here's the thing. Like, I so you like ninja movies when uh-huh. when you were this age. Oh, yeah. I like ninja movies, uh-huh. but it wasn't until uh, maybe a few years after films of this ilk were out that I, I discovered like actual ninja movies, actual good ninja <laughs> movies made in Japan, Kurosawa with ninjas. Yeah, man, not even that. Like the stuff that they were doing in the 80s. Oh, the yeah. The choreography was just like mind blowing. I remember watching like USA Up All Night, uh-huh. and they would show up all night. There was one called Super Ninjas. <laughs> Where like uh, there was these four brothers and they fought like all of the elements. There was like the water clan and the land clan, the fire clan. Uh-huh. Best like twenty minutes. I, I I wore out the VHS tape that I had recorded. So that was kind of the standard that I held as far as choreog- choreography goes. Sure. And I was hoping maybe some of this held up. This is all kind of choreographed and performed like when you go to a theme park uh-huh. and they're doing a stunt like the show? on-stage it's stunt the show. the American Ninja where you stunt can show. tell like the, the punches are about a foot away. They're not quite landing. Okay. Um, and everyone is anticipating the moves oh, because they've practiced them a dozen times. Uh-huh. That This movie may hold up for you. Those fight scenes do not hold up for me. Yeah? Yeah. Joel, yes, we have we had Body Glove Ninja, <laughs> Joe, Joe Armstrong, Body Glove Ninja, and then Steve James, who's like, uh, like, what, what is he? Jogging shorts, killer man, ninja killer, the like eyes on that guy, dude. What the fuck? I I enjoy it, but I'm not gonna say that you're you're incorrect <laughs> because there is a there is a large amount of truth behind what it is that you're saying, of course. But for me, as somebody who grew up with this, it still holds up for me. Yeah. Uh, I wish they would have gotten a. Uh, I think I think I definitely am wearing some rose-colored fucking glasses when it comes to this oh, movie. Oh hell yeah! <laughs> and I don't care. <laughs> there is no. There is going to be no no objectivity to be had here. It wasn't as bad as I expected. That's what I could say. About okay. This. All right. Put that on the box. Especially after the first one. Um. I did you okay? Which one do you prefer? Did you think that well, the, the, this the, one was better than the, the first one? The first one I'd seen several times, and so I guess maybe nostalgia always kicks in when I when, when we revisited that. Uh, I should repost that episode, by the way, because that was in our first season, wasn't it? Yes, was like it was. Third or fourth episode. Yeah. So that one was what I expected from an American Ninja movie. This was the only the second time I had seen this one. Mm-hmm. I didn't remember a lot about it, um, but I, I realized upon viewing that I was kind of merging the two in my mind, <laughs> especially the, uh, the the Curtis Jackson character. Yeah, because he's Curtis in both Jackson. movies. Woo, I am for real. 
Never meant to make a doctor cry. Well, he's so charismatic. Dude, that million dollar smile. They inject way more humor into this movie than we saw in the first one. And maybe that's why uh, it, it, it does improve on the original mm-hmm. for me. There's there's a bit where they go back to the blind beggar. And this is after they've like been yeah. outfitted as Marines. They're wearing Marine outfits. And they like, <laughs> while Bill's like, I don't think we've ever let a lady down, guys. This, <laughs> this girl gets dragged out of a party and she's like being abducted. And he's like, let's go. Why don't you guys go after her? Take my car. So they grab Charlie, second movie Charlie. Love that guy. They, dude, what's his name? Like Larry Poindexter? Uh, Sergeant Charlie McDaniel. Uh-huh. McDonald, but actually. The, the actor, I think, yeah, is named me, Larry Poindexter. Let me look it up. Poindexter. And he was in like SWAT. It's unfortunate. He's been in a couple of TV shows. Yeah, he was charismatic. But he, he no, he was fantastic. Mm-hmm. A great addition to this movie. Um, and so they go after this yeah, chick. Larry and, Poindexter. And they, uh, they see? And they end up at the uh, at the blind beggar again because mm-hmm. they, they, didn't, they didn't have another set built. So they end up at the blind beggar. They get in this huge bar fight. And like at one point, everybody crowds up on Curtis Jackson and he pulls like a Hulk Hogan thing rawr! where he like rawr and knocks everybody off accompanied by the sound of a bowling ball hitting pins. Yes. <laughs> Like, suddenly, this this portion of the movie turns into a Looney Tunes cartoon. Also, the, uh, one of them was a woman, I noticed. Yeah. So. Joe kicks a woman he just, as he's <laughs> climbing up those stairs. Yes. She tries to grab his foot, and he straight up kicks her. That's our hero. Uh, time's up. Equal opportunity. <laughs> ass kicker. Hashtag time's up. <laughs> so he kicks her in the face. Continue. Yeah. But the whole bit where Steve Jackson, he's, he's like, brah, it's a party. He announces twice in this movie. <laughs> In the midst of, like, at this point, he's like, he, he hits everybody. He's like, it's a party. No, it's not. A, this woman is being abducted and <laughs> taken into a creepy room in a brothel. Yeah. It's not a party. Not for her. This is, she needs to be rescued, and you guys need to quit fucking about. <laughs> We're Liam Neeson away from uh, her being sold as a sex slave. Yes. Why don't you get your asses upstairs and help Joe out? Because he seems to be having some, some trouble with this IRS agent upstairs. Uh. Like, this dude in this. This horrible cheap suit. So, no, they're getting in the fight. And people are, like, running at, at, at Curtis Jackson. They're running at him. I don't know why I keep saying his full name. They, they're running at him, and he's like, how you doing, brother? And he's, like, just throwing him against I'm like, why is this so goofy? Charlie gets thrown behind a bar, hits a guy with a bottle, then just pours himself a, a shot with this girl. And he's Starts like, so, the blonde. how about we do dinner? And she hits him over the head with a bottle, and he's like... I guess that means dinner's out. And then he does this fun thing where he looks at the camera and goes, uh, yeah. <laughs> and like a glass comes, he ducks and a glass hits the bar. And and the whole time I'm watching this going, why is this so funny? There was none, none of this humor in the first film. Joe, you're highlighting uh, the, the both the strength and the weakness of this film, which is that the supporting characters are much more interesting than uh, the titular character yes, of yeah. American Ninja. That I, I agree with, yes. I, I wish there would be a, there would have been a spinoff. With, uh, with Steve Jackson. Steve Jackson? Steve James. Curtis Jackson. Curtis Jackson. Combining Steve them James. now. Well, there were some problems with like the Wild Bill guy. Like, I do not buy for a second that that guy was a uh, like a Marine no. commander. Also, like he's ordering around this octogenarian, like the older <laughs> sergeant who yes. like, usually doesn't tenure. Um, no, he but he outranked the guy. Yeah, I know, but I'm just saying the guy was 40 years older than him. Like, and it's probably his piss poor attitude that kept a, him it kept him at a lower level. That's what I'm saying. What kind of a fuck up is this guy that he's remained in the Marines? Probably still, a, uh, a bit of a fuck up. Yeah, I do like where he's like yelling at Joe and and, and Jackson as they're at going the party. To the, the party, mm-hmm. and he's like yelling at. He's like, and you don't get drunk and start puking all over the. I feel like those were improvs because like Michael Dudikoff has. A few rare moments where you see like a, a little personality, bit like, like personality, <laughs> like he's smiling at what people are doing. And, and I feel like those are accidents that were caught on camera. He has more uh, chemistry 
with uh, Toto, the kid, <laughs> than he does with his female lead. Hey, Toto. Yeah. Why, why are he and Jackson, like, always touching each other? Like, when they're in scenes together? They're bros, dude. Like, Jackson's always got, like, a hand on him or something like that, and he's... Okay, so Jackson in this movie is a lot like the best friend in a dandruff shampoo commercial. <laughs> like, he's always got, like, a weird one-liner that he's throwing out at Joe, like, I don't know if I'm going to like this place. And then he sees some women in bikinis, like, ooh, I'm tingling again. Yep. I think I'm going to like it here. Like, Why are you so, you're like a, a weird parrot that's on Joe's shoulder. So, I agree with you. I wish that there was a little bit more in, that would engage the main character, mm-hmm. the American ninja, and there there simply is not. In fact, I think he says all of five things throughout this entire film. Well, at least, Joe, we have the highly original uh, story and villain, uh, as in all 80s movies, where yeah. uh, drug dealers, of course. Ninjas and drug, drug dealers go well, hand in hand. He's cre- Are you talking about Leo? I'm talking Leo about Burke. Leo the Lion. Leo is, uh, he, well, he's like genetically engineering the perfect ninja. That's true. I was expecting something more from that subplot once they said that. Like, I'm picturing like Ninja Turtles. Like, we're going to have like, <laughs> you know, with, with horns and shit. Yeah. Or, or I have superhuman well, you strength. Had, I mean, you had Bruno Mars Ninja. I just <laughs> <laughs> running around. The but guy I, had like one eye. I he, never he, quite saw on display what they kept describing to the audience that these are you know this is a, a super race what do you know we didn't see it on display they had like a whole scene where he's like in his like in his dojo and he's like show them what you can do and they were like and they're just doing throwing arrows they're doing katas and stuff yeah. okay so he has bruno mars ninja though go down <laughs> and and with the, with the eye with and the start yeah eye. and like he's just showing off all his genetically created ninjas and he has Bruno Mars Ninja go downstairs and start fighting them. And I kind of feel like if you're trying to sell people your your supreme genetically DNA altered yeah. ninjas, maybe don't get the five foot two mute. Get, get uh, having Bruno Mars kill them is not going to sell your product. <laughs> <laughs> like, people, well, gotta whip up a new batch. People are gonna be like, mm, so the one guy beat all of them. Yeah, maybe they're not. Maybe as great. they're not as great as you think they are. That's <laughs> He like brings them into the lab and he's like, they can. They can pick up the the weight of two tons, and I'm like, what? I never saw this. I no. never saw that Again, happen. None of this, this is movie. on display. It's no. just described. We're just by by discount, Jonathan Price. Well, didn't have the budget. <laughs> he did. Look yeah, like him, there's he? a little bit of a discount. There's no way that Alicia's his daughter. Oh God, no. There's yeah. no way, right? Actually, uh, another disappointment. I remember that from the first American Ninja. Like, kind of being underwhelmed by the female lead. Oh, J- Jodie Aronson? Yeah. She was in Weird Science. Um, Who was she in Weird Science? She was one of the, one. I think, Wyatt's <laughs> Party girlfriend. Party-goer number yeah. two. The, the brunette girlfriend that, like, Wyatt and Gary get girls by the end of the movie. Hmm. She's one of the girls. Well, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 1985, Weird Science. Her claim to fame. Um, okay, so one of the things that does disappoint me, though, is that they've established this really strong relationship between, I think her name's Julie. In the first American Ninja? That's right. Yeah. Uh, they established this relationship between Julie and Joe. And then, like, I guess he goes here, has really no chemistry with this Alicia woman. Yet, at the end, he's like, I got other plans. Get some strange. I'm going to get some. I'm like, what? No. Hey, what happens in the Caribbean stays <laughs> in the Caribbean. Joe. Or, or, or South, South America. America. <laughs> or Africa. <laughs> Any number of... Tropical places. Um, so I've been talking your ear off about this. Well, no, this is obviously a, a, a passion for you, Joe. A passion which I don't 100% share, yet um, didn't mind the 90 minutes that I spent with this. Nice seeing old characters again. Nice seeing uh, the late Curtis Jackson, as we've yeah. now Steve, learned. Steve James. Steve James, that's right. I, no, I, no, I'd like to refer to him as vice As his character. Um, but uh, again, a little bit more of the same. But like you said, 
everything that the first American Ninja was, but just kind of kicked up a notch, as Emerald would say. Mm-hmm. People remember Emerald? Boom. Yeah. That that emerald? Bam. Bam. That's what it is. I guess Bam. we don't. Hey. Cut that part out. Are you aware of like, I, this is something that didn't play for me when I was a kid. Okay. And it was like the whole, you know, oh, who are these fucking guys? And like, we're rangers. Rangers. What the fuck are you doing here? Like, Joe goes to shake a dude's hand and the guy won't shake it because he's an army ranger and yeah. they're marines. Everybody hated armed forces back then. Yeah. Was apparently. that? Was that? But they were all armed forces. One, the one guy was a marine. Joe's an army ranger. Why were they not like you know? Oh, hey, it's good to meet you, man. You know, we're we're both we we're both serving. Yeah. We both put our lives on the line Sibling every day. Rivalry. So uh, we fight ninjas. <laughs> <laughs> we, we got okay. You'd think that, by the way, ninjas when they're closer to the equator, maybe start to shed some Such of the a, black clothing. Yeah, maybe switch that's, to white. That's that's one of the next note I was going to go to. Lighter color. I feel like the uh, the black garb of a ninja loses some of its effect when you're fighting everybody in broad daylight. Also, uh, creating a lot of drag, a lot of wind drag. How <laughs> how big and baggy their uh, outfits are, especially when you're fighting a. Uh, Curtis Jackson, who's wearing a spandex, basically. Yeah, a leather vest that he takes yes. off. I don't know how that helps in combat situations, his weird leather vest. That's where uh, he gets his power from, like Samson. All the ninjas were white. <laughs> Did you notice that? Notice that as well. Every one of them is a white man Again. in a ninja. Probably the same four guys, white dudes in ninja suits. Yeah. Um, that was a little disappointing for me. In fact, if there's anything that I've noticed in this entire American Ninja franchise... Mm-hmm. There has yet to be a Japanese ninja <laughs> in any of these films. Well, yeah, what is the guy with the scar who you affectionately refer to Bruno as Bruno Mars. Mars? I don't know, man. He's, He's like Bruno Indian Mars. He or looks something, Saudi. Right? Yeah. He does kind of, doesn't <laughs> yeah. he? Also, uh, I don't remember this in ninja lore, but uh, what? all of a sudden they're fucking wizards now? Like yeah, they can they use can... magic? <laughs> They can conjure fireballs and change his costume. I don't remember that. Was that in the first film? No. This is a new ring. Not even a little. This is the Empire Strikes this, this Back. This is of, the Empire Strikes Back. He's using movies. the force now. Uh-huh. In fact, in a review of this movie when it came out, mm-hmm. it was slammed for stealing from Star Wars and um I can't remember what the other one was. But uh well, but yeah, it was it was slammed pretty hard for that. There is that short little Indian guy. I guess he's kind of the Yoda of this film. <laughs> yeah, that's it. The general. I like that they get to like when so Alicia leads Joe to where they need to go after they they Indiana Jones the ninja that's trying to like <laughs> he's he's like being dragged along yeah. by the back of the truck. That guy's superhuman. That <laughs> he was the only superhuman ninja. I found myself rooting for him actually during that scene. <laughs> Joe Joe Armstrong just driving that car. He's just driving on the wrong side the of the ninjas, road. The ninjas on the fucking hood of your car mm-hmm. hit the brakes. Yes, just hit the I fucking was waiting brakes. for that, dude. <laughs> so his big plan is that he's going to then drive this truck into a house that just happened to explode when you ram a truck into it. What if someone's in that fucking house? <laughs> <laughs> I but I love uh, as he's as he's executing this plan, and he tells because uh, it's it's uh, Toto and Alicia. Alicia and Toto are in the car with him in this truck, and he tells him to bail. I rewound the shot of Alicia bailing out of that truck about five times. She takes a hard hit. Did you notice that? No, I didn't. Her head like goes back into the left like the fucking Ooh, Zapruder shit. film. Shit. It was yeah, it, it is intense. No. S- some stunt actress got a concussion from that. I didn't do that, but I did freeze frame mm-hmm. on the first time that Jackson and Joe are meeting with Wild Bill. I remember. When they leave the office, it is clearly not Michael Dudikoff. 
in the shot. Oh, really? In, in fact, I think I've got it saved right here, oh, which no. isn't good for radio. Couldn't get him back. Uh, uh, but we'll I just, post it on the Facebook page. Yeah, uh, let me see. Go to Facebook and uh, search for the editing bay in the uh, search bar. The lady with the bleeding eyes. Right here. You'll see this photo. That is, that is clearly uh, not Michael Dudikoff. Oh, my God. Who is that? <laughs> I don't know. That's vanilla ice. <laughs> it's clearly not Michael Dudikoff. That's not even close. <laughs> They couldn't do a second take. And at one point, while he's walking out of the room, he looks right at the camera. So I feel like they did that. It was like a rehearsal or something, or just a screen. Like, the but take. they have Steve James. Why, yeah. Why, could, why didn't they just block him so that uh, he was obscuring the view? I don't wow. I did not catch that. Yeah. So I did catch that. I, I'm going to have to go back and see Alicia hit her head, though. <laughs> yes, please do. It's hilarious. <laughs> um, so... Uh. So the uh, also I should say as long as we're talking about Alicia, not a very strong actress, especially no. during that final. That's climax. why she's not introduced until the third act. That's a good point. Yeah, we don't <laughs> see her uh, or learn her backstory or give her much dialogue. Uh, they just they do this thing where they camp out on the beach at night. They show up where the boat is, and she's like, "No, we shouldn't go now. There are patrols." But I guess they don't patrol at night, like yep. when it would make the most sense to have patrols. Yeah, it's exactly when you need it, right? <laughs> I also noticed that they've got the big spotlights going on, but uh, yes. nobody ever seems to be monitoring where the spotlights are, find shit. are showing. Joe's like cutting through the fence with his cool knife uh, wire. Isn't that cool, cutter. yeah, yeah, dude. That was like I think they were trying to market that, like how Rambo has the compass <laughs> I feel knife. Like there was a tie-in, a product like, tie-in. Oh, okay. They totally Wizard of Oz their way into the fucking evil fortress. What do you mean? Where they they knock out a couple of ninjas and, oh, then, and then dress up their... as ninjas <laughs> okay, and so, go into the base. So, so let's talk about that scene because that's how we're introduced to Alicia's father. He is the scientist who has been Doctor uh, Sanborn. That's Right, he's basically the Doctor Moreau of this film, where he's he's creating these super ninjas, the the genetically modified, the GMO ninjas. So this is where we learn of the plan, and we see the lion, Leo, the lion Burke, and he's uh, who is who is he giving the the grand tour to? <laughs> I don't know, it's like it's some investors, a or bunch of investors. Right? Oh, okay, so you're gonna get. The, I was gonna go here too. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he's giving the tour to the investors. So now we've got uh, Joe Armstrong and Alicia. They're in their their ninja garb that they've stolen from two uh, naked ninjas. I guess yes. naked unconscious ninjas outside the I compound. I wish we would go back to them. What, yeah, just like <laughs> what happened to our clothes? Um, and they're just kind of like tagging along on this tour. <laughs> on the tour, on the tour of the like, lab. So on one hand, I can kind of see it because you know what w- better way to blend in? There's hundreds of ninjas on this island. Let's dress up. Yet they not stand the out. Tour. <laughs> like, they're not even like trying to like chill in the background against the wall. They're like right up there, <laughs> right behind. <laughs> They're like in Pee-wee's Big Adventure where Jan yes. Hooks is giving the whole thing about Adobe. Yeah. <laughs> they're like they're like the the guy with the cowboy hat like yeah. Adobe. And yeah. then at one point during uh, while while he's giving the tour, they just kind of veer off and go through a door, but they walk through the crowd. They're <laughs> yes. like excuse us as excuse we as exit we need screen to, right. We need to get through here. <laughs> and then past other ninjas outside the door. Oh yeah. She's like 5 foot 2. Yeah, that doesn't make sense. No. The uh the way that the hierarchy and we touched on this a little bit of how the marines work in this island right. uh paradise where like <laughs> I just feel like there's a, a whole other movie of Wild Bill just like hanging out with his marines going like Guys, I just don't know what to do. Yeah, what do we I do now, what folks? Do we, what do we do? And like all of his subordinates are like, well, we need to do this. And it's like, well, I don't think we can. Well, nope. that's not good enough. All right. <laughs> like, I don't, that's not how it works, Wild Bill. You're the CO. You need to take control of this situation. And he finally does in a Jean-Claude Van Damme from Street Fighter moments <laughs> where he, uh, he rallies the troops and they decide inexplicably that uh, they're going to choose this moment to, to storm the island yeah. and try to rescue Joe Armstrong. I... I um. I enjoyed that sequence mm-hmm. when they finally went to go to go sneak into this other facility as they're singing the, like the Marine Credo 
while on the boats. They cut away from it pretty quick. Uh, Red and conspicuous. They get on the island, and there's dudes like how I was doing in like the Die Hard play, where dudes are like just barrel rolling and <laughs> rolling shit. For no and I'm reason. Like, Why are you doing that? You're trying to sneak up, and like how there's ninjas walking the perimeter. Again, worst ninjas ever. <laughs> they're, they're, they are. They are the worst ninjas. Um, so, are we to believe that Leo Burke was kidnapping Marines mm-hmm. and then injecting them with like the ninja DNA? That's to right. create like the secret ninja weapons, That's the right. super ninjas. That's where he was getting. Okay, they kidnapped two, and they they'll they'll just send two more. We'll kidnap them, mm-hmm. r- rinse, lather, repeat. Uh, I, I think I'm I've burned through a lot of my notes. Yeah, on here. I mean, really, I just wanted to talk about Curtis Jackson. Um, he's uh, he's my favorite. He's he's so great. Should have been his film. He um, when he they stormed the beach of this lab. Uh, he jumps in, goes into the uh, goes into the, like the the building, starts shooting people, and again announces this is a party. It's party time! And again, no, this isn't a party. <laughs> people you are, are This is a close quarters combat uh, incursion. Like you got to This is not a party. This is nothing to have fun about. You're taking human hey, lives. He plays by his own rules, Joe. <laughs> He's busting nuts. Yes. That's all he does. In fact, I changed my profile, my cover photo on Facebook nuts. to him, and it says busting nuts because that's like his go-to move. He is always punching or kicking or hitting someone there, in the ball. There's a lot of groin punches in this. And when did that turn into like a dirty move? Uh-huh. Because apparently in this film, like it's just fair game to go at a guy's balls. Yeah, like even Joe Armstrong is doing it. Yeah, oh the no, American with a fucking stick with the yes. with, the, with the nightstick. He has no uh, no dignity. No one has dignity. Not even Bruno Mars Ninja. Because there's the <laughs> the final fight where Joe is fighting Bruno Mars Ninja, mm-hmm. and he just. At one point, pulls a fucking shotgun out. Shotgun. It <laughs> starts shooting at Joe. Well, Joe, like, it's a point traditional, blank, and he's missing. Traditional uh, ninja weapon <laughs> dates back to the uh, 15th century. They, was, they invented gunpowder. You the, know that. The big boomstick. That's right. Uh, yeah, that that was that was a fun fight. Yeah, a lot of dirty dirty fighting. <laughs> so it, it is it is a new thing, like because there was a whole lot of honor with the ninjas in the first movie, mm-hmm. uh, and in this one we threw all the rules out the window. That's right. We, we have elevated magic. it. And shotguns. <laughs> Joe hanging out in a public like stairwell to to do his... I'm going to flashback now to my old master and then do my change into my other costume. Was that a scene from the first film? It was, or yes. just Okay, because I was yeah. going to say, surely they didn't bring that poor guy back just to shoot this one yeah, scene. Yeah, no, it, that was that was a scene from the first film. That's what I thought. Um, all right, I uh, I think that's it. I think Other than the ending, a lot of beat for beat, this movie is a lot like the first movie. Of course. Um but it has some it has some nice additions some 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 new humor that was injected into it which again i really appreciate but there's one bit where they really they softened up the joe character just a little bit with toto and it's the very not just with toto but yeah. it's at the very end after mm-hmm. he kills and when he kills Bruno Mars Ninja, like Alicia Sanborn is looking at him like he just like knocked out the school bully. This is what I'm saying. She is not uh, appreciating the gravity of the situation. I mentioned that too. Like it look, she's just kind of like biting her lip, like she's uh-huh. watching a football she's game. She's like, mm, and then oh. finally her team wins, and she's like, oh yeah, no, this is life or death. No, yeah, by you the way, will die. Your father just loses. blew himself up. By the way, in the other room, I like seem that they were left that. her own devices. When Leo's like, let me get these investors out of here, yes. and like Bruno Mars Ninja goes to fight. Joe, and like the doctor's like, off. honey, I, there's something I need to go do. I'm like, wait, but you were taken, and I don't even remember seeing when they were taken prisoner. Yeah, but like you guys are captured. Why are you just being left to your own devices? Also, you know, Leo the Lion Burke 
isn't really that much of a bad guy. Like he he doesn't really know how to do blackmail very well. <laughs> He's really bad at it because like his his thing is uh, well I'm going to keep you scientist here, um, and if you agree to do my bidding, my dirty work, and create these these mutant ninjas, uh, I'll spare your daughter. Uh, I feel like a a worse bad guy would actually have the daughter in captivity Held all the time. Yes, and instead of get her out of this party life, instead of yeah, just <laughs> calling the bouncers on her when he ruins your cocktail get, party. Get her out. No, but uh, so Joe kills Bruno Mars Ninja, mm-hmm. and then like takes off his mask, looks up at Alicia, mm-hmm. and gives her a wink. And she swoons with a soundtrack like a sting, bing. like bing. It does. It fucking bings when he winks at her. <laughs> yeah. What the fuck? The sound designer had some fun between that and the bowling sounds from earlier. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, and then yeah, the, it's the, everything ends well. And again, for our heroes, and, and we finally see Joe Armstrong smile. Joe Armstrong when he gives Toto. Toto's like, "You owe me five bucks," mm-hmm. and he's like, "Oh, oh yeah, I forgot." <laughs> and he gives him a weapon. He's like, "Here you go, Here, little take my kid. Swiss Army knife. Here's a knife. Mm-hmm. Go, go, go! Copy what you just saw me do for the past week <laughs> and kill people, dude. This is um, this is so much fun. This movie is so much fun for me. Mm. Um, I'm glad you had fun. With and it, yeah. and just like there's, <laughs> there's there's so many things that don't make sense. Uh, in fact, Wild Bill has the tagline of the movie. When they get back from the beach fighting all the ninjas. Is this the getting on my tits? No. He says, this is the most ridiculous story I've heard in my life. Yes, and like I'm like, that's the tagline of the movie. Should have used it in the trailer. <laughs> should have been the tagline of the movie. <laughs> this is the too. most ridiculous story. Um, yeah, they're having fun with it. They knew. I think... Hard to believe that Canon Films uh, went bankrupt. <laughs> but not because after. of this movie. No, because of a series of bad investments <laughs> in movies. But uh, that all came out around the same time. Superman for oh, right. the Quest for Peace, Masters of the Universe, of the Universe. and this one. Yeah, <laughs> these were the three nails in the coffin. <laughs> uh, but I think of the three we just named, I like this one the most. What really? I absolutely Over your do. beloved Over Masters, Masters of, of the, the Universe. universe. Wow. I like this one the most. I don't get it, Joe. I, I dude, <laughs> I get it, <laughs> and that's probably the problem. Um, no, there's uh there's just there's so much fun in this. There and are worse ways you could spend ninety minutes. I will grant you that. Steve James mm. is so great in this him. movie. I'm very sad now to learn of his passing. We don't meet him until late first act in the first movie, mm-hmm. and even then he doesn't do a whole lot until kind of the the last part. This one is almost his film. Oh yeah, he's there from beginning to end. He's so fucking great. Has even some of his physical bits where he's fighting the ninjas on the beach and he's got that stick with the hook on it yeah. and he kind of puts it back and the ninjas running at him and then re- from behind, uh, and yeah. he kind of backs him up. Mm-hmm. It's like that is so much fun, but just the character and personality that this guy exudes throughout the entire film, uh it's infectious. Uh and and it's thanks to him that you're able to go on this ride because if it isn't for Steve James, it's it's no, not you, the movie that I enjoy. You're it, not it, hanging your hat on Joe Armstrong. No. He's a, he's a zero no, as far as I'm you're concerned. Not. Um, Great form, though. He's got wonderful form. Like Steven Seagal. I give him a 10. Uh, all right, so... Out of 100. What, uh... <laughs> what, um... What, do you have any other notes? Do you want to move on here? Let's do it, man. All right, man. So what did American Ninja do right? Curtis Jackson. Yeah. He's the star. Mm-hmm. I know we've spoken... Uh, Spoken uh, numerous times about him. What yeah. more can be said? Yeah, uh, I have it right Spin here. I, I agree. What it did right, Steve James, fucking Steve James is everything in this movie. Uh, also, the, the the injection of humor, like it was, it was nice to see that like this B movie, and usually these B ninja movies took themselves way too seriously. Yes. And this one managed to be self aware, 
without it being distracting or like detrimental to the movie for me. I agree. Uh, what did American Ninja 2, The Confrontation, do wrong? Well, Joe, when you're making a movie called American Ninja, or even American Ninja 2, um, and you're not going to bother putting much thought into the script or the acting or the characters or the music or uh, you know any of the other things you expect out of a film. <laughs> what are you talking about? George S. Clinton did the soundtrack. <laughs> I, I stand by my statement. You, uh, you at least have to have some believable choreography and action scenes. Infectious. Like syphilis. It just doesn't, they don't hold up to today's standards. And I'm telling you, a lot of those old like Japanese kung fu movies, they do, but there's still... Jackie Chan, any 80s Jackie Chan movie, the action scenes are much more enjoyable to watch. Uh-huh. And, and impressive uh, the the feat that they've captured on film, and these are just kind of paint by numbers in my opinion. I gotcha. I want a little something more. What did it do wrong? That was what did it do? Wrong. No, no, that's oh, what this I'm, is you're asking. Yourself. <laughs> I'm asking myself. <laughs> Not a goddamn thing. Oh come on! It didn't do a goddamn thing wrong. Wow. This movie spent no uh, rose colored glasses. From, from what what I was saying earlier, the fact that like we've now been in two the, two ninja movies, yet. Not a Japanese person in sight. Yeah, a little whitewashed. Uh, huh? Yeah, a little whitewashed. But even, like, just... Is this a thing? Brownwashed? Is that a thing? Because, <laughs> like, sure. in the first one, we had, like, a weird, like... Uh, I don't even know what they were. Like, Tongan? Like, they were... Yes. They were Tongans. Very dark. Uh, but, they, you know, and, and in this one, it's like they were clearly South African. Like, mm-hmm. these were South African villains. When do we get to Japan? And I'm going to tell you... Part three. Spo- spoiler alert. I think we get some in part three. Oh, good. You think? But then we don't get any in part four. <laughs> oh, that's all right. Well, we'll skip that one. Uh, Coming soon to an episode. Hey, but Pat Morita's in part five. What? Yeah. Uh, this must be post-Karate Kid, huh? <laughs> uh, yes. Well, yeah, because <laughs> yes, 80, if this came be. out in 87, then surely. Yeah, American Ninja 5, I think, was like a 1995, oh, no. 96 Why, movie. Pat Morita? No. Because uh, he needed a fucking paycheck. Did those, he really? Those happy days residuals stopped coming but the, in. But what about the Karate Kids, one, two, and three? And the next Karate Kid. Oh yes, he with, was in that one with the uh, uh, Swan. Uh, what's her name? No, Hillary Swank. Swank, Christy Swanson, Christy Swanson, uh, Ron Swank. No, so I, I think that uh, I think a, a little bit of disrespect shown to the culture that created ninjas. Well, again, this I is think what we did it's in the kind 80s. of kind of what this movie did wrong. Mm-hmm. All right, so if we were going to remake American Ninja Two: The Confrontation, yeah, Joel, how would we do that? I have recast six of the major players. I recast in this film. seven. Oh, uh, well, let's start at the bottom. You probably didn't recast Inspector Singh. Uh, no, I didn't. Aziz Ansari. <laughs> yes, that's perfect. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I didn't do him, but I did do uh, Sergeant Charlie McDonald. Uh-huh. Uh, he is the, uh, I guess, the trio that rounds out. Kind of out. the comic relief. If it, he is... Th- he is the. Uh, well, I mean, what would you he call is, him? Yeah. If Steve James is kind of your 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 lead comedian or lead comic, time, he would be kind of his. Yeah. The the lesser of the he's two. He's fun. He's affable, but he still gets in on the action and the uh, beats up women. Do you think that role <laughs> was written for the original Charlie, like in uh, the first movie? Oh, it's got to be. Yeah. Especially because of the name. Like you have two Charlie. Like I almost think that like the original plan was they were gonna have Joe. Curtis and Charlie yeah. fly to this place. Somebody had some dignity. Yeah. And decided not to come back for the sequel. <laughs> Whatever, dude. Fuck uh, that. Steve James, man. But in my recast, uh, how about Ryan Reynolds in that role? I like that. Mm-hmm. That's Does a, action and comedy. That's good. I went with Miles Teller for my Charlie. Ooh, yeah. I like that. Uh, who do you have next? Captain Wild Bill Woodard. Wild Bill. With that mustache. 
Uh, I couldn't stop thinking of uh, Reno 911 and Thomas Lennon. <laughs> Thomas Lennon? Like, all you got to do is put him in those tight shorts. Actually, uh, Curtis Jackson shorts. You could be Dangle. You yeah, could be Officer Dangle. Officer Dangle. See, I, I kind of went a little more uh, I went a little more serious with this. Oh. Like, it's going to be humorous, but it's going to be kind of Guardians of the Galaxy-esque. Like, okay. we want to be able to still believe it's that these guys... Gravitas. Um, I went with Bradley Cooper for my Wild Bill. Ooh, I like that. Yeah, mm. all right. Uh, next, I have Alicia Sanborn. As do I. Uh, I cast Tessa Thompson, Thor Ragnarok's <gasps> Tessa Thompson. How great is she? She's I so love fan. her. Dude, did, have you seen Creed? No, I have not seen that yet, but I did see Dear White People. Uh-huh. And of course, loved her in that and loved her you in You see her uh, in Veronica Mars? No, I never got into that show. Dude. Although, I should let you borrow the, I should let you borrow the DVDs for that. You have the movie as well? Yeah. Or do I need to download that? I do, I have the movie. For, okay. Yeah. Too it's late to get stuff. into that? So, I don't think so. I think you'll still like it. Love me some Kristen Bell. Sure, man. Kristen Bell. Well, I traded one Alicia for another Alicia. How about Alicia Vikander? What's she in? She's Tomb Raider. Tomb Raider. That's right. Um, newly married to Michael Fassbender in real life. Did you know that? I didn't know that. Yeah, they're a couple now. Fucking Michael Fassbender. Yes, she is. <laughs> <laughs> well played. Thank you. Uh, all right, who's next? The Lion. Leo, Leo the Lion Burke. Burke. Uh, Robert Redford. Ooh, doing a little uh, Captain... A little or, Civil... Uh, uh, not Civil War. Uh, um, uh, Winter Soldier. Winter Soldier, yeah. I, I love it when he plays a bad guy. That was the first time I'd seen him play a, a duplicitous character. It was really great, and I think off. he could pull off this Leo Burke thing. Well, uh, for, for my lion, um, of course, I love the... He's got the darker kind of skin, like tan Caribbean skin, but he also has that bleach blonde hair. Uh-huh. And I immediately thought of Javier Bardem from Skyfall. <laughs> oh, my God. You just add that accent and uh, maybe lose some teeth. Uh. <laughs> James. He's my lion. Okay. He's intimidating, too. Uh, like a lion. I think that leaves us just with our two. Here we go. Mains. Um, Curtis Jackson. Do you want to do them both at the same time? Let, let, let's say uh, let's say our Curtis Jackson at the same time. Oh. <laughs> at the very same. Do you think we three. got the same one? Go. Yeah. All right. Three. One. Two. two three. One. Dwayne Idris The Rock Elba. Johnson. Okay. That's very good. <laughs> yes. He's got the charisma and the muscles. Yeah. I love it. I like Idris Elba. Idris Elba would be that's good, That's a good too. one, man. Got the, already got the mustache. Fuck. All right. So Joe, Joe Armstrong. Well, that was a failed attempt. So why don't you just take do your Joe Armstrong? <laughs> my, uh, my American Ninja Joe Armstrong, mm-hmm. Ryan Gosling. Nice. There's a little bit of uh, there's a little bit of Michael Dudikoff in Ryan Gosling. I like that, especially like from Drive, where he's quiet and introspective, yeah, but uh, yeah. he's got the muscles to but kick a some bit, ass. A little bit better of an actor yeah. than Michael Dudikoff. He, he is, and so is Channing Tatum, who's nice. my American ninja. That's good. A little man. more buff. That's cool. Who's hmm. directing it? Uh, let's go with uh, let's go with the Russo brothers. Gareth okay. Evans from The Raid Redemption. Nice. Oh, yeah. I like that. We're gonna have some uh, a lot better yes. choreography Please. going on with this. Uh, so that's, yeah, that's what we would do with American Ninja Two: The Confrontation, uh, guys. Amazing. If you have any thoughts on the movie, uh, if you have uh, any ideas on how you would recast the film. Uh, or ideas for movies that you would like us to talk about in the future, you go ahead and let us know on our Facebook page in the search function. Put in the editing bay. That's going to bring up that image of the woman with the bleeding eyes. Click on that. Follow us. Uh, and let us know what what you liked about the movie, what you didn't like about it, uh, all that good stuff. How you would recast it. Yeah. I always love when the listeners recast and uh, and share what they would do with the films as well. We've also got a website, right, Joel? We sure do. It is editingbay.com. When you go there, please bookmark it because you're going to find all things Editing Bay. You're going to find uh, links to our aforementioned Facebook page and also our Twitter handle, which is at the Editing Bay. Please follow us there. You follow us there. You're always going to know what the new uh, movie we're going to do every week is. Mm-hmm. Uh, I will put it up right after we record this episode. 
Um, even I don't know, Joe, what it's going to be. You don't know. But again, uh, editingbay.com. Uh, you also have pictures of us. You've got uh, some merch. You want to support the show. You can buy a lovely t-shirt there. From four years ago. Did you see uh, uh, our friend Matt Doden, friend of the <laughs> yes. show? And special and uh, best guest host nominee, Matt Doden. Yeah. Uh, his five-year-old son uh, improved, I guess it was a coloring book, it a Star po- Wars coloring po- book. Poe Dameron picture. Poe Dameron. And he and gave Poe Dameron bleeding eyes. That's right. And then was kind enough to post it on our uh, <laughs> on our Facebook page. So, uh, again, editingbay.com and uh, theeditingbay on Facebook.com. Yeah, guys, leave us a rating and review uh, on your, uh, your Apple device or even on your Android. Uh, but on the Apple device, go to your podcasting app and uh, put the editing bay in the search function. And then you can uh, just click on that and give us a rating. Five-star rating would be fantastic. And a review, let us know what you like about the show and then share that with your friends. Uh, if you have an Android uh, and you want to subscribe to the show, you can use the Podcast Addict and Podcast Republic apps for that. All right, so next week. Here we go. Uh, I'm really... Second movie of 2018. Really excited uh, to have a, a guest in for next week. Yeah. Uh, he is he is co-written, or I think he wrote, and is directing a, uh, a spoof of Tommy Wiseau's The Room mm. at the Pocket Sandwich Theater. <laughs> it opens this weekend, uh, but I think it runs for like the next four weeks. So I'd like to have him on to talk about The Room. Jared, oh, Jared Seaman, uh, hopefully he could join us next week and we could talk about that. Dude, this that. has been a long time coming, and I kind of feel like we've been, uh, we've. Uh, th- this is one that we've overlooked, because you can't do a podcast about movies, and bad movies specifically, as we started, uh, without talking about The Room yet. We've avoided it because it's kind of been trendy uh, even before uh, yeah. the disaster artists come out, which uh, now we have James Franco. Best Actor My winner for the Golden Globes. Did you see, by the way, his acceptance speech? I did not, know. Great acceptance speech, but the best part of it is, uh, so they, they announce, uh, and, the, and the winner is James Franco, and he gets up, and uh, he's got his brother Dave Franco, that they've, he, he brings him up with him, so they're walking up together. Camera cuts to uh, Tommy Wiseau, who is seated way, way in the back. Um, also gets up out of his seat. What? Seated far away, uh, and begins to make his way down the aisle. As one of the cameras is trained on James and the other is following Tommy Wiseau. Wiseau? Yeah, Tommy uh, Wiseau. Uh, and finally, James Rango gets gets to the mic uh, first, luckily, begins talking. Uh, Tommy Wiseau enters stage and and begins to walk up to the mic and is, and is about to talk. James Varenko does the most baller move. He's smiling. He's in the middle of his speech. He's just begun the speech. Tommy Wiseau comes in, lifts an arm, and he's like, no, 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 no. Pushes Tommy Wiseau back as if, and it was like, one minute. Begins to make his speech, and he's reading the speech off his phone. It was very well thought out, and he obviously had some things he wanted to say. He thanked his brother. Yeah. He thanked Seth Rogen and all of his friends. It was a great speech, and you could tell as the music began swelling that uh, Tommy Wiseau was not going to be able to say any words. <laughs> Why the fuck would he get to say anything? Exactly. He didn't act in the movie. No, he and he probably wasn't even... Inv- I don't... You could tell that... Um, it wasn't one of those things where James and he had a conversation ahead of time where, like, hey, if man, this happens, if I come win, on up. Bring it, come on up. But nope, he took it upon himself as if he had won Best Actor. Wow. So that kind of gives you a little sneak peek into the uh, the mind of one Tommy Wiseau. And <sighs> I can't wait to, to visit this film because I have not visited The Room before. This you haven't a, seen The Room? This is a first for me. Everyone has told me to avoid it. Our uh, friend of the show, Kevin, uh, has uh, Holy declared shit. this is the worst movie ever made. It's pretty bad, man. But it, uh, people love to watch it, enough so that they made a film about that film. Dude, so. And they made a play about the film <laughs> uh, called The Roof at the Pocket Sandwich Theater. Again, opening Gotta this weekend. Tickets available. Uh, can't wait to see it. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you very much, Jeff. Yes. Joel, always oh, a wait, pleasure. Wait, hold on. Try that again. Thank you very much, Jeff. Ugh. 
Joel, always a pleasure. Pleasure, Joel, Mark. Guys, we'll see you next week for The Room. Thanks, Aaron. You've been listening to the Next Wave Radio Network. That's fucking gold.